Good morning, everyone. Hope you can hear me. If you can hear me, just flash your lights at me. Just flash your lights. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, good to see you. I'm so happy you guys are all here. Even though we'd rather be in the building meeting together, at least we can still be with each other. Uh, the Lord and the Spirit, there's no distance. And I'm just so glad I can look out and actually see all your faces. Uh, we're so happy you're with us this morning. Um, we, just a couple rules uh, to make sure we can still do this. Uh, first off, there's no bathrooms. Uh, so if you have to go, hopefully you went before. But if not, uh, let us know. We can try to figure something out. Maybe something's close. But there's no bathrooms here. We can't let you out of your car. Uh, so don't exit your vehicle for any reason. Um, and then also no honking as respect for the neighbors. Um, and if you're too hot or too cold, you can turn on your engine, turn on your AC, close, shut your windows, whatever you need to feel comfortable. Uh, also, we want to pray for you this morning. So we actually have a text line. Uh, you, you could say we have people on standby taking your calls, but no, we're taking your texts. And we are, the number is 253-896-5433. I'll repeat that one more time. It's 253-896-5433. And if you have any prayer requests, we will be praying for you right here live. Um, so if it's a private matter, put that. We won't share it live. We won't share your name. But if you want us to pray with you live, um, it's on Facebook, but also just together as, as a congregation. Just text us and we'll, we'll, we'll pray you and lift, we'll lift you up in prayer. Uh, and so with that, let's pray and let's dive into worship. Well, Jesus, we, we love you. We're here for you. Lord, it doesn't matter if we're in a car or in a building. You are the same Lord. You are still here no matter what the circumstances. Lord, you are here. Lord, we worship you this morning. We worship you. We lift you with our hands raised in our cars. We're unashamed. doesn't matter where we're sitting there. doesn't matter if we're, we're sitting next to nobody. It doesn't matter. We're going to worship you and raise our hands high. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I don't like that my first reaction was I was going to ask you all to stand. Um, please stay seated in your cars. <laughs>
All right. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Live Spring. Um, this, this is usually where we say, uh, uh, go ahead and shake someone's hand, say good morning to someone. Instead of that, turn to the car next to you and just wave to somebody. Okay? There you go. Let's see those hands. There we are. It's good to see you guys. Excited you guys are here. We got a couple of announcements that I'd like to share with you guys. Um, for those of you watching online, we'd love for you to text, call a friend or family member or someone to join us at our service this morning. And we have a couple of announcements. The announcements, so for anything that you want to sign up for, you can go to our website. It's at LifespringFS. Uh, um, you can email us at info at LifespringFS.com or you can go to the website and sign up for any of these events there. The first one is Life Group Zoom meetings. We've got our life groups are now meeting online throughout the week. If you want to uh, sign up for a group, you want to reach out to a group, if you've not been a part of a group and you want to be a part of the group, now is the time. Go to our website and you can sign up for that today. Uh, also, Women's Zoom Connections. We offer uh, w women's groups all week long, Monday through Friday, for the next few weeks until we can meet again in person. If you want to join one of them or if you want to join all of them, uh, you are more than free to do that. You can sign up today. Uh, we have a next level class online. Uh, we're taking a break this week, but next week, start Sunday at 6 p.m., Mr. Pete Wilmot, who's awesome, by the way, will be leading a one-session class on responding to God's Word. That's amazing. If you want to sign up for that class, you can on your on the website, or you can email us at info at lifespringfs.com, and we would love to get you guys signed up for Pete's class on responding to God's Word. That's going to be really good. Um, communion. Today, we are going to be taking communion together like we did last week. And so if you're at home, uh, now is the time to just have your bread and some juice ready to go. We're going to be taking communion together at the end of service. And uh, so just you know, until the whole the whole service, the entire service, to go and grab something and bring it and get ready for that. And finally, we just want to make sure that you guys are being served and loved well during this time. If you've got questions, if you've got concerns, please feel free to reach out to us. You can email us at info at lifespringfs.com. Also, again, uh, we are receiving prayer right now. You can uh, just text your prayers to our phone number, 253-896-5433. Um, that way we can pray for you during service, and we'd love to be able to do that. And we just love you guys, and we want to be able to serve you guys. We want to be able to pray for you guys. Um, but it's easier if you tell us what you need prayer for. So please, reach out to us. Let us know. We'd love to be able to uh, pray for you. And finally, our offering. Uh, there are always four ways to give at Life Spring. You can give through the website at lifespringfs.com. You can mail it in. Uh, there's a phone or there's an address on the website. You can text the number uh, 84321 and add, add the amount to that. Um, also, if you want to give in person today on our way out through the gates, uh, there's going to be a bucket there for you to give on your way out. Also, we've got a special gift for you today. So as you're leaving here today, uh, we got some really cool gifts for you to, to be able to choose from. Uh, and until then, have a great day, and we're going to go ahead and keep worshiping. Yeah, and even just as we step into this next song, as we sing at your name, um, it just reminds me of God's power, but not only his power, but his faithfulness. So I just pray, I hope that as we would sing it, that we would just feel that, that we would feel that overflowing in us.
to know that you are my friend. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a friend we have in Jesus. We've been doing a study in our life group um, by Dr. Tony Evans and it's called The Power of the Names of Jesus. And in our study this week, he talked about Jesus can either be prominent or he can be preeminent. And prominent, lots of things can take prominence in your life. Certain events, like pandemics maybe, job situations, life situations, those can take prominence. But Jesus needs to be preeminent. And the definition, the Webster's definition of preeminence is this, coming before all others in importance coming before all others if jesus is the king of kings and lord of lords and our best friend he needs to be preeminent in our life can we just take a moment now and, and pray and we have some prayer requests too that we'd like to pray for lord we want to lift up dorothy to you right now She's at St. Joe's and she's recovering, but she's in the hospital, Lord, so just be with her and touch her, Lord. 
as she is there. Continue on with her recovery, Lord. Lord, we want to lift up Shelly to you. As she continues with her struggle with physical therapy, Lord, touch her, heal her. Lord, may your healing power just fall upon her, Lord. Fill her with strength and with restoration, Lord. Lord, I'd like to lift up Stephen and his job to you right now at AHBL, that his work would continue even through this shutdown. Lord, you are our provider. We just lift up Stephen to you right now, that you would provide for his every need, Lord, and keep his work going. Lord, I want to lift up Anita to you right now. She's not feeling well. Lord, just cover her. May she feel your peace. May she feel your healing power upon her in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would just touch her this morning. Lord, somebody's daughter's apartment needs repairs so they can move back in. Lord, I'd ask that you would make that happen. Again, you are a provider. Lord, so we just turn to you that you would make those repairs happen, Lord, so she could move back into her apartment. Lord, we have someone out there that has back pain right now and that they need to find a chiropractor that takes their insurance. Lord, I would ask, Lord, that you would just make a way. Lord, you would make a way that you would find a chiropractor, Lord, that you would just heal their back pain in the name of Jesus, Lord. That when they come to that chiropractor, they say, never mind, you can just leave because you're healed. Lord, we just lift this up in your name. Lord, we lift up Angie's mom to you right now. She is in desperate need of healing. Um, she has arthritis and bursitis. Um, she's having issues with her knees, but most of all, she needs to find you. Lord, we pray that you would just make yourself so evident to Angie's mom that everywhere she turns, she just sees you and knows that you are the healer, Lord, that you are the provider, Lord, that you are her salvation, Lord. And Lord, we'd also lift up Angie's sister's dad, Bob, who has a massive cancer in his lung and he needs complete healing and salvation. Lord, we ask, Lord, that you would just touch him, Lord. We just ask, Lord, in your name, that cancer just be removed. And Lord, that he would come to know you as your Lord and Savior, as his Lord and Savior, as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the great healer, the great provider, the great I am. Lord, we are just so thankful for Integrity Life. Angie also asked for prayer for blessing on them. We're thankful, Lord. Thankful for this time that we get to meet together. This is communion. This is this time together. Even though we're separated by vehicles or even if we're at home, Lord, you are here and you flow among us. Holy Spirit, just anoint this place. Anoint us, Lord fall upon us. May we receive your glory today. May your kingdom come and your will be done. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you, team. You might need to turn me down on your radios because I'm kind of excited today. Life Spring Foursquare Facebook. I wish you could see this right now. There are so many cars here. I didn't know we owned this many cars. I mean, hallelujah for uh, the turnout today. It's it's crazy. Like I, I'm kind of moved in this moment because I was talking to my brother this week, brother Doug. Uh, he's actually my brother, not just like you know churchy brother Doug. He's literally my brother. 
But I was talking to him and I, I just wanted to hear his thoughts on it all. And he's a really wise, wise man. And he said, you know what? We're going to see what remains. We're going to see what remains. And I love that comment because, come on, like so much of what we do as an American church, I mean, we like it. It's about comfort. It's about convenience. But it might not be the, uh, you know, the foundations of our faith like carpet color or coffee brand. Like we've had some discussions about whether we go Folgers or Starbucks. Oh, I see you with the coffee. <laughs> Amen, I see you, brother. But those types of things, you know, the, the things that I'll complain about. I'll be like, you know what? Uh, I told you guys I wanted the temperature to be 69, but it was clearly 68. Who made the mistake? It should be 69. Like those types of things. Uh, we don't have the opportunity to even complain about whether it's 68 or 69. But yet what remains Life Spring Church? And I just want to encourage you, you and your faith and the faith that you have in the Lord, it remains. The love that you have for God and others, it remains. You are just blowing my mind right now. Again, Facebook, this is encouraging. Thank you for joining us. Thank you that online you're connecting, you're sending us prayer requests, you're engaging in things like 70s worship nights. Like, thank you. Your love, your faith, it remains. Come on, if we were in that building right now, that building couldn't even contain our praise. Those walls would come down. The glory of the Lord is here. And we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Life spring. Just praise the Lord. I love you guys. I love you so much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Melanie. Mel Melanie comes in today, just starts giving me these compliments. Thank you for that. Thank you. Someone the other day uh, encouraged me through an email. Just thank you guys so much for what you're doing. Well, today's fun. Today's going to be really good. This is the air I breathe. That's what we've called this title. And don't you know that air is a little bit important? Um, where's Kent Ross? What, what vehicle does Kent Ross own? He would know the question. He would know the answer to this question. How long can you go without oxygen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You can go about maybe three, four minutes without oxygen before brain damage occurs. And then if you go another four to six minutes after that, you are no longer alive. You have died. The air that we breathe is vital to our ability to live as human beings. In, in junior high and high school, I got bored every once in a while. I, I love school, but I'll admit it. Uh, there was times when I was really happy for class to get over. But did anyone else, flash your lights, did anyone else grow up in a school that had the red 60 hand second clock? You know, the one that just slowly went around that was very agonizing if you're ready to leave. Yeah, absolutely. But what was great about that clock is you got to practice holding your breath. Again, anybody else practice holding your breath uh, with the 60 uh, second hand clock? Absolutely. So back in the day, maybe I had smaller lungs, but I could go about 60 seconds. I thought I'd give it a try this week. Church, I made it 90 seconds. And I was so proud of myself, but I will also, just to be honest with you, at about the 90 second point of that, really not smart experiment, <laughs> the 
the light began to close. Anyone know what I'm talking about? It got a little bit darker and uh, it was time for my next breath. In fact, I would say everything within me was craving that next breath. And so I breathed it in and life came rushing back into my body. Now, aren't you thankful, LifeSpring Foursquare Church, that as Christians, in so many ways, God and His Spirit is the air that we breathe. And when we breathe Him in, a rush of life invades our bodies. And so that's what we're going to talk about over the next four weeks. This is the air I breathe. And what a timely message this is for us, LifeSpring. In the midst of all this, there's frustrations. There's uh, certainly things going on right now that aren't ideal. Uh, I'm human, just like the rest of you. There's things that are frustrating, things that are annoying, things that are hampering my style, so to speak, things that are worrisome, things that bring fear and anxiety. But aren't you thankful that even in the midst of this uncertain situation, the air that we breathe isn't just this atmosphere, as beautiful as the Pacific Northwest is, but the air that we breathe is literally the air of the Holy Spirit of God. And I know I wrote down those rules and gave you regulations and you followed them so well. But I got to hear an amen on the fact that we listen and breathe the Holy Spirit. So on the count of three, if you want to agree with that, would you honk your horn? One, two, three. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. So here we go. We're going to go into this uh, this time, this next four weeks, talking about this new way to be human. Uh, before I go into my, my message, and I'm again, I'm so happy you're here. Would you bow your heads and let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I, I just have a fire in me today. I, I just feel it within me, Lord, that you are who you are, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And this is not for our death or our destruction. You are a good God. You are a good God, a good Father. And we are excited to walk into your goodness today as you equip us, as you prepare us. Lord, we are eagerly anticipating what you want to do today. Into faith we go today. Into faith we go today. Amen. Amen. Okay, so at the very beginning of humanity, remember we were given the breath of God. You remember that? The Spirit of God. You've maybe heard it was the Ruach of God. He breathed into our nostrils the very breath of life. And it caused us to be alive, right? All around us, life, uh, energize it by God's Spirit. God's life-giving, life-energizing, life-producing Spirit breathed into us. And we begin to see His breath giving life to this planet, to the animals, to the plants, all around us, he breathed onto us and we were given life. But, but then we also know that this vitality of life, this abundance of life, that we forfeited it in really so many ways when we took that bite of the forbidden fruit from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, praise the Lord that God has been gracious to us. He was merciful toward us, even in our rebellion Think about what he does in the Bible. He clothed his people. He provided for his people. He fed his people. And for thousands of years, he continued to be concerned for and care for the people that he had made. 
Think about it. As you read the Old Testament, he sends us leaders. He, he sends us prophets. He sends us judges. He sends us kings. But I'd also say this, in the midst of it all, as you read your Bible, you get a sense that our human existence, this human life, now in some way, probably in many ways, it had fallen short of that original design. It had fallen short of that original moment when God's Spirit breathed into our lungs. But then you keep reading the Bible. And who comes on the scene but a man named Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth. For any of us this morning who have said yes to Jesus as Lord and Savior, each of us knows what that moment was like, that moment when Jesus breathed on us and we received a new life, an abundant life, the life that only can be truly received by the Holy Spirit breathing upon us and coming into our lives. And as the Apostle Paul says, he says, once we were dead in our sins, but now we are alive with Christ alive with Christ. It reminds me of Nicodemus. Remember Nicodemus? I, I love the miniseries, The Chosen, and, and the way that they portray Nicodemus. But listen to this account in Scripture in John chapter 3. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus. He was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and he said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. No one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replies, very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless you are born again. Nicodemus asks a pretty good question in verse 4. He says, well, how can someone be born when they are old? Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answers, very Truly, I tell you, Nicodemus, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and of the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. And so that's what happened to us. Again, anyone who has said yes to Jesus, you have been born again. Praise the Lord. You've been spiritually reborn if you've ever been to a hospital when a baby is born some of you as parents would know what this is like there's that incredible moment when the baby screams and it's a scream right it's it's a cry from the depths of who they are i had the privilege of being in the hospital room for my child uh, ava and also for Addie. a rush of emotions comes through you doesn't it it's an emotional scene because you realize that life, like life, has just come into the world. And, and you, even you have this moment of clarity where you realize how precious life is, how miraculous life is. And when they take that first breath, that first cry, that first scream, it's this moment that screams out, I'm alive! Hallelujah, I'm alive! And in the same way, when we are born again, when Jesus breathes on us, when the Holy Spirit rushes into our life, when we're new in Christ, new creations in Christ, born again in Christ, we scream out, I'm alive! Hallelujah! I'm alive! Praise the Lord! I'm alive. And in Christ, we get this taste 
We get this glimpse of the garden. I, I love that song they just sang. We get this glimpse of being in the garden once again with, with Christ. With Christ, the Bible says we're reconciled back to the Father. In Christ, we're brought back into a right relationship with our Father. We walk with Him. We talk with Him. We breathe Him in. All because we are what? We are born again, made new in Christ. Hallelujah and amen. This is good this morning. Now, whether you've been a Christian for a day or 10,000 days, we all need a fresh breath of the Holy Spirit in this moment. We need to be filled once again with the fresh vitality that comes by His Spirit. We need to be invaded by God's personal presence. And not just where He's living in you, but where you give Him permission to move and breathe and be active through you. Through you. When the Spirit is creating, and don't you know He's an amazing creator, but where He's creating life, not just in you, but He's creating life through you. Through you. Where you're actually an agent and a conduit of God's Spirit, where His Spirit and the Spirit's energy and His vitality and His life, it is moving through you. And it begins to influence those around you. As artists, as musicians, as lawyers, as doctors, as waiters, construction workers, truck drivers, human resource managers, Amazon delivery drivers, as moms and dads, as sons and daughters, the Holy Spirit moving through us wherever we are, that His creative, His energizing Spirit flowing through us, influencing those around you. When they talk about the symptoms of COVID-19, one of the main symptoms that are frequently mentioned is a difficulty breathing. A difficulty breathing. As much as this is a physical symptom of a horrific virus, as a pastor, from a pastor's perspective, I'm also witnessing many people struggling to breathe spiritually struggling to breathe spiritually and whether you're joining us online on Facebook or whether you're in one of these cars here in the parking lot there are many of you you just know that your spirit is gasping for air in the depths of who you are the, the vitality the abundance of your life it feels as though it's slipping away if that's you I'm so glad you're here today because God wants to breathe on you again. His spirit is still in the business of breathing on his people. Just as the wind is powerful, his spirit wants to powerfully blow on you. Just as the rain is powerful, his spirit wants to rain on you. Just as the oxygen in our lungs gives us the power to keep our natural bodies alive, God's Spirit wants to be power to keep your spirit alive. Now you see examples of the Holy Spirit coming upon people throughout the Bible. In the Old Testament, you, you see the Holy Spirit breathe on people for specific reasons and specific tasks. The first account actually is of Joseph. Remember Joseph. The, the Spirit of God gives Joseph the ability, if you remember this, to understand and interpret dreams. 
you go a little bit further in the Bible, there's a guy named Bezalel. Remember Bezalel? He's building stuff in the temple. Listen to what happens. At verse, uh, it says, See, I have chosen Bezalel of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, with all kinds of skills. I mean, this is exciting. Listen to what it says. To make artistic designs for working gold and silver and bronze, to cut and set stones, to, to work in wood, to engage in all kinds of crafts. And then you keep reading it and you see how the Spirit of God comes upon the prophets. Right? We don't always understand what they're saying, but God's Spirit comes upon the prophets and He gives them this incredible supernatural ability to see things from God's point of view. But then you keep reading and eventually you get to Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, and there's this scene. You, you all know the scene where he's getting baptized by John the Baptist. What inappropriate name for someone who would baptize people. But there he is, baptizing Jesus. And if you remember, the Holy Spirit comes down upon Jesus like a dove. And we see God's Spirit. He's empowering Jesus to do the work that he's been called to do. Empowering Jesus to do the work he's been called to do. It reminds me of page one of your Bible. Somewhere around page one of your Bible. When, when God's Spirit is hovering over the waters. Remember the earth, it was formless. It was void. But then God's Spirit brings light. God's Spirit brings order and life to the world. Then look at Jesus. Look at Jesus' earthly ministry. After that baptism, after that empowerment of the Spirit, He brings life. He brings light to a broken and dark world. He's healing the sick. He's casting out demons. He's setting people free. Hallelujah and amen. But then Jesus is killed. He's crucified on a cross. And yet we know that's not the end of the story. If that was the end of the story, none of us would be here this morning. But that's not the end. God's life-giving, God's abundant, creative spirit is not done. This is so good. Even with the death of Jesus, the Holy Spirit is not done. We, we hear about this from one of Jesus' own disciples, Peter. Peter in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, he talks about the spirit raising Jesus from the dead. He says he was put to death in the body. Jesus put to death in the body. But listen, church, but he was made alive in the Spirit. Peter's not the only one to talk about this. The Apostle Paul, he says in Romans, he says, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Go ahead and put your name in there. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he writes, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living inside of you. This is incredible. This is incredible. The Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, you and I, we have that same life-generating, life-giving, abundant, creative Spirit living in us. You and I have resurrection power from the Spirit living in us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's a great scene. It's actually in John chapter 20. This is after Jesus' resurrection. And Jesus is going to come and visit his disciples. This is verse 12 of John 
20, listen to what happens. It tells us, the Bible says that Jesus breathed on them, breathed on his disciples, and he says, receive the Holy Spirit. He breathes on them and says, receive the Holy Spirit. Keep on reading your Bible. Get to the book of Acts. You're going to read about the Holy Spirit powerfully coming upon a whole group of people, clothing them with power. Clothing them with power. But why? Why? Right? Why do we even need this breath of God? Why do we need this Spirit of God moving in our lives? Well, there's a, a lot of reasons. Don't have time to talk about all of them this morning. But to put it simply, it's so that you and I, and this is so important, if you're taking notes, write this down, that you and I can play our part in this new creation that Jesus' death and resurrection began. That you and I can play our part in this new creation. Jesus, he's the first fruits of a new way to be human. Come on. Jesus has showed us the way, a new way to be human. As we live, as we breathe, not just with this oxygen that we have in our atmosphere, but when we live and breathe by the air of the Holy Spirit, when we live and breathe in that resurrection power of God, you and I, we get the privilege, we get the opportunity as new creations born again, we get the privilege of playing a vital role. Every one of us, not just pastors, not just kings and queens, but every one of us in the name of Jesus to play a vital role in the kingdom of God, to be his witness. We get to be a part of, come on, we get to be a part of dead things coming back to life. Not just pastors, not just those on platforms and pedestals, but every person who's asked Jesus to become Lord and Savior, who's invited the Holy Spirit to invade their life. You have the privilege and the right to see dead things come back to life. You and I, we carry the goodness and the beauty of the garden in the dark and chaotic places. Anybody know, of a, you don't have to tell me what it is, but anybody know of a dark or chaotic place that maybe you're experiencing right now. I want you to know the Spirit wants to go into that room. The Spirit wants to go into that place. The Holy Spirit, in the midst of this pandemic, He is empowering believers. I didn't know if you knew this, but He's not like in the corner cowering, you know, kind of just, you know, scared. He is actually right now on the move. He is empowering believers all over this world to be a part of His transformative and creative work. He is right now giving his church the power to love God and to love others. And this power comes from the same spirit who was doing his work at creation, the same spirit who was doing his work at the grave in the tomb at Jesus' resurrection. That same spirit is ready and willing and able right now to do his supernatural, creative, powerful work in us and through us. In us and through us. Man, it's hard to stay behind this stand. Woo! Praise the Lord. You know, I'm just going to get real with you for a second. I'm sensing over the last couple of weeks that some of the people around me are getting annoyed by my optimism. Thinking maybe I don't understand the harsh reality of what is going on. If that's what you think about me. You don't really know me. I'm a human just like the rest of you. I got thoughts. I got opinions. I have an attitude. I'm stubborn. 
But what I hope you see in me is that I'm choosing to live by faith and not by sight. I'm choosing to live by the spirit and not by the flesh. I'm choosing to walk mature in Jesus. And it's not my, by the way, it is not my positive attitude that's going to get me through this season, but it is the power of the Holy Spirit pulsating through my veins. Church is more than a poster. I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. And so are you. Hallelujah. And I believe this, that I am but one small part of a much larger movement of people all over this world, including several of you who are choosing to go through this season spirit-filled, spirit-led as citizens of the kingdom of God. Again, church, he is still going into dark and chaotic places, and he is going there through us, through his church. The spirit isn't done yet. He's still creating. He's still breathing. He's still bringing dead things back to life. Church, he can make something out of nothing. That's who he is. He's still on the move. But the question for all of us this morning is simple. Are we willing to let him move through us? Are we willing to let him move through us? He's not going to force it. He loves you too much. But are we willing... He's going to leave that decision, by the way, up to you. But are we willing to receive and allow the Spirit's life to move through us? I think of a great way to think about all this as we close is just to ask this question. This is the question I've been asking myself this week. What air am I breathing? What air am I breathing? So where's my source, right? Where's my power coming from what am i allowing this is this is so important what am i allowing to feed me and to fill me during this pandemic that's a question i'm asking myself life spring those are powerful questions to ask where's the wind for your sails coming from church where's the wind for your sails coming from i mean come on in this age of technology like never before, there are so many different power sources that we could draw from right now, right? There are so many different power sources we could lean on. I mean, think about it. We, we got social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. We got all those news channels. We got lots of news channels. I mean, just pick your flavor, pick your you know party, Republican or Democrat. You're going to have a news channel that you can watch. Or just think about all the advice you're getting from religious leaders like me, like all the noise, all the words, all the things. Think about what you're hearing from politicians. Each one of those things can be a source of energy. In fact, I was thinking about it in my own life. Each one of those things can add a little fuel to the fire, right? They can kind of get me going. But without the breath of the Holy Spirit breathing his life, into our lungs without the breath of the spirit breathing his energy into our lungs each of those things on their own will leave us gasping for air each of those things whether it's religion politics anything else without the holy spirit's breath they will suffocate your life now i'm not against those things 
Not at all. I, I'm not against people being on social media. I'm not against people reading the news, being informed. I think that's good. I'm not against people actively participating in religion. I love the church. I, I love what we get to do here. I'm not against people actively engaged in politics. Come on. I mean, this is a big part of what it means to be human and to be alive. And by the way, these areas, each one of them really needs Jesus. We, we, they need the light, the life, the order that the Holy Spirit brings like never before. So please be engaged in these areas. But the question again, and this could change our lives during this pandemic. The question again is simply, but where is your power coming from? This is so good, so important. Where is your power coming from? What is the air that you and I are breathing? When you wake up, when you go to bed, who has the affections of your heart? If your Facebook feed is the first thing that you go to when you wake up, or the last thing that you scroll before you go to bed, be careful. There's a good chance something or someone other than the Lord is trying to win your heart. Let's not be ignorant. There is still an enemy who hates your soul. Who has the affections of your heart? Come back to your first love. I pray this over every one of us. Whether you're watching online or you're here in the parking lot. The Lord is calling out to us. Come back, my child. Come back to your first love. Let his spirit be your power. Let his spirit be the air that you breathe from the moment that you wake up until you lay your head down. It's a new way to be human. And we're all going to make mistakes. I know I've made quite a few. Again, just ask my wife. She'll give you a detailed list of all the ways I've been very, very human. But you know what the spirit side of me does when I make mistakes? The spirit side of me says, I'm sorry. The spirit side of me says, will you forgive me? The spirit side of me says, I was wrong. Church, will we allow the spirit to rise up within us? I know even as I was preaching through this message, I just felt it, that I sense that the Lord is speaking to many of us, that there is even a drawing right now of his spirit drawing us closer to him and I would just say surrender right not out of some fear of punishment but because of his grace because of his love because of his kindness because of his patience surrender again to the Lord it's his kindness that leads us to repentance have a heart that is sweetly broken before the Lord not out of condemnation but because he has plans for you church not just when all this is over, but right now, he has good works for you to do. So repent of the areas where you've chosen to live by the flesh and recommit once again. Holy Spirit, come and do what only you can do in me and through me. Again, it's an important season, Life Spring Church. This is not the time to just coast. This is not the time to just wait until things go back to normal. This is a season of growing in the Lord. It's a season of being trained and equipped. I'm so thankful for the classes we've done. I'm so thankful for the Zoom calls. I'm thankful for the texts and the emails and the calls. 
that this has been a season of being trained and equipped for the kingdom of God. Seize the moment, Life Spring Church. Seize the moment. Be filled. Breathe them in so that we can truly love God and love others all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Well, now we're going to take communion. Can't think of a more appropriate response to this message than to remember Jesus. The one who, yes, died on the cross for our sins, but he did not stay in the grave. God's re-energizing, regenerating, life-giving, creative spirit made him alive once again. And because Jesus is alive, I am alive. Would you just say that with me? Because Jesus is alive, I am alive. Say it again. Because Jesus is alive, I am alive. Church, this is by the power of the Holy Spirit. Say it like you mean it. Because Jesus is alive, I am alive. We remember you, Jesus, the living God. So go ahead and take off that top film take out the wafer, which is a symbol of Jesus' body, broken for you, broken for you, broken for you. We come here not because of our perfection, not because of all of our good things that we've done, but we come here because Jesus has done what none of us could do. He died for the forgiveness of sins. He died for us. Let's receive his body together. And what could wash us as white as snow? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What could make us whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. We receive his blood shed for us. Let's take it together. Church, bow your heads with me as we pray. Holy Spirit, I love that the wind is blowing in this moment. It is once again a reminder that your spirit blows in us and through us. Your spirit is moving. Your spirit is moving. And if you are wind, then let it blow. Let it fill our sails. If you are rain, then let it rain. Fill our cups to overflowing. If you are air, then come on, rush into our lungs, breathe on us once again, that we would be overflowing with the abundant, creative, supernatural, miraculous, life-giving Spirit of God. You have things for us to do. We're ready to do them. In the mighty name of Jesus, all God's people said, amen. amen. Thank you, Pastor Dan, for that amazing message. Um, just a couple of last-minute instructions. When you leave here this morning, well, we have a gift for you guys. And so when you leave here this morning, please leave out that gate only because uh, that's where the gift is. There's no gifts over there. You don't want to go out that way. If you want the gift, you want to go out that way. And uh, there's a group of people there that will help you with your gifts. Um, don't leave just yet. I hear the car starting up. But we also want to make sure that you guys are being served well. 
And so please be sure to email us if you have prayer requests, if you want to talk, email us at info at lightspringfs.com. And uh, let's just read Ephesians 3, 20 and 21 together. You guys, know, you guys should all know this by heart by now. Uh, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Have a good week, everyone. We'll see you next week.